0: me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's Athletic. Greens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time. And money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as twenty-three cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. Hey, Ralph, Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got, the, got a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph, try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Now, Andrew, think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. He's using shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious, got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time. Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shooter out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's a Wednesday. I am currently over the Atlantic Ocean heading to Gay Perry. Looking forward to that. But don't worry. We got you covered uh, after this podcast. There'll be a couple days where we won't have shows. But starting next Sunday... We have the Best of Saints Happy Hour podcast all week. We picked our favorite shows from 2021. We picked, we did a mega p- podcast where we took all of our favorite breaking news from the 2022 offseason and made that a show. So you're going to have a tremendous fun listening to that. And me and Andrew even have a preview show for it. So be on the lookout. Andrew, today I want to talk about something that has got you excited and it has got me real excited. I look at this Saints defensive line and i see a lot of depth and a lot of possibilities. Look, i know we got some question marks with Cam Jordan's age and we got some question marks with, you know, Marcus Davenport and you got Peyton Turner's injury. But this group, they have added in the draft, they added Jackson from Air Force. He's a real intriguing guy at defensive tackle. They have Cantavius Street, the guy who Turn Drew Brees' ribs into powder, but he gives them a little push maybe from inside a defensive tackle that they didn't have last year. I kind of love this defensive line that they've built. And oh, by the way, they have the best defensive line coach in America in uh Ryan Nielsen.
1: Yeah, the the yeah. I mean the coaching is great. It's gonna be really interesting to see how this rotation plays out. I think, you know, first and ten. Starting the game, I think you have Davenport and and Jordan as your edge guys. And I'm hopeful that both of them can be double-digit sack guys this year. On the interior, I would say right now you're looking at Chai Tuttle and David Onyemad as your starters. Um, The rotation is going to be really interesting. I mean, as you look at the depth chart here and just the the number of guys that they can kind of play with, um, I I think these rotations are going to be interesting and and it's – they have a lot of guys that they can plug in outside of those four starters. So, you know, I think as I look at the starters, assuming Cam Jordan remains good, I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's great. I don't think these four guys are elite. I think Davenport can be. Jordan can be. Onyemata maybe. Shai Tuttle, nothing great. But I think the strength of this team is really the depth that they have. And so now you mentioned Peyton Turner. You also have Tano Passigno. You have Carl Granderson. You you, you really run three deep at edge with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's assuming Taco Charlton doesn't make the team, but he's also an interesting prospect in the mix here. So uh, that maybe that's four deep at defensive end. And now when you get in pass rushing situations, Peyton Turner, or Peyton Turner and Passigno, they can kick inside. So not only are they edge rushers, but... You know, those are guys on third and six that can kick inside and you can keep Davenport, you can keep Jordan on the field. And they're, I mean, there's probably a scenario where you have Jordan, Davenport, Turner, and Passigneault. And, and, uh, and by know, the on way. Third, on third and 12. And, and I, those are the four guys pass rushing.
0: And I know it's, 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 it's a thousand years ago because we're, we're you know, we're, we're, we're the, the offseason is basically done. We're, we're talking Honey Badger, we're talking Landry, we're talking draft. But in that first month of the year, Andrew had said it repeatedly. He's like, Ralph, Passanio's kind of really not like great, but you're like, man, he really gives them something on interior. So was like and a hot ed- minute
1: there. I was like, is he their best? pass rusher. Yeah. like So, yeah. And then, you know, we, Contavia uh, street, you mentioned that signing, uh, Albert Huggins is back. Malcolm Roach, you know, Dave's former UDFA son, a uh, Jaleel Johnson is a, free agent that they signed from the Texans. So, and then you mentioned Jordan Jackson, the guy out of air force, uh, who I think is another pass rushing specialist from the defensive tackle position. So again, like uh, we remember we talked about shy Tuttle and how he he was on the bubble to make the team. I I think it's kind of the same thing. Like if he has a terrible camp, there's enough defensive tackles here in the mix. that He's not just going to be handed a job. I mean, he's going to have to prove that he still belongs and that he deserves that spot. but, There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of names. There's a lot of depth. And so as the Saints get hit with injuries, you know, I got to say, obviously, to me, Davenport is still the train that makes everything go. I still think Davenport is maybe the most critical piece because when he's healthy and he's playing, he is a freak enough performer that it forces you to pay attention. You can't just throw everything at Cam Jordan. So I I still think Davenport is super, super important. But, you know, if the Saints can get a full season out of Passigno and Peyton Turner can start to develop and stay healthy and you get a little bit here from Jordan Jackson or a little bit here from Albert Huggins as a run stopper, Contavia Street, whatever. I just think there's a lot of options here. They're probably going to have to cut two guys that will be on NFL teams this year.
0: And... My thing with the Saints is defensive line, and this has been – and we were – I was really excited when they got him because I don't follow as much as I did since COVID, but before COVID I was really, really into like college football and the assistant coaches and the recruiting and all this. Ryan Nielsen, like what he did at North Carolina State, I was like, dude, he was turning two- and three-star dudes into like high NFL picks. And I was like, now the Saints have him. He has proven that he can, he can develop talent, right? And he's done it with the Saints. Trey Hendrickson, Carl Granderson, like all these guys, they got, they've got they gotten better. And I just think you look at like Contavious Street, Jackson in the draft, like he's going to give them a role and they're going to be defined and they're going to succeed. And I just think this defensive line, it doesn't even need great health. It just needs pretty good health. And you could have something really special. And um I think honestly, Andrew, if the Saints have a if the Saints have a great year and their defense is great, like this is gonna be like the farewell tour for Ryan Nielsen because he's getting a defensive coordinator job somewhere in the NFL. Because what will happen
1: is a team will look at it and be like he might get a head coach job.
0: They'll they'll look at the Saints and they'll be like, Oh, the dude who turned Trey Hendrickson into a fifteen sack all pro dude. Oh, and he turned Contavia Street into a 6 sack dude, and Peyton Turner's—you know—all these—they're like, yes, we're going to hire, we're going to hire that guy to run our defense or be our head coach. So, I think if the Saints have a great season, like this is it for Ryan Nielsen, but that's just part of it. It's like Sean Payton says, when you win, teams want your coaches, and that's just part—that's part of the deal. Would you rather? Would you rather him not? You know? So, um, that—that's there. But if if I said to you, you cannot pick your UDFA son Carl Granderson, because I know your bias always leans towards him, and you can't pick like Cam Jordan or Davenport. But I said to you, Andrew, here's two hundred bucks. You're going to Vegas. I want you to put the two hundred bucks on a Saints defensive lineman to get five over five sacks, and you can't pick Cam Jordan, you can't pick Davenport, and you cannot pick your UDFA son.
1: Okay, uh, so Onyemata seems like the obvious pick, uh, just because I think hey, they're going to play him a ton. He's going to get the snaps, and I think he's good enough to get over five sacks from the defensive tackle spot. So that would probably be my choice. Uh, but I think Eno Passanio and Peyton Turner are both viable options to pick there, too.
0: Yeah, I, but I'd pick on Yamada. I'm gonna pick Peyton Turner, and maybe it's my bias off of that one game against Carolina and their crappy offensive line, but I just think he projects, and he's got the, he's got the physical. He's got the physical set to do it. The prototype, as the Saints like to say, and. The thing that I like about him is you've said that his potential is they can move him around so he can play more. They can kick him inside and do these things. So I think Peyton Turner's a guy we may look up in December, end of December and be like, oh, six and a half sacks, 23. Pr- That's pretty good for a second year. He's looking like a pretty solid pick. So he he's my choice. And I just think overall – this defense andrew i know they have some soft spots at linebacker and and, and safeties not safety's not weak it's just uncertain cuz it's going to be new right we're going to have a, we're going to have a whole new, we're going to have a whole new bunch of guys but i just look at this defense and it's really set up for success for Dennis Allen like it like, and I know defense defenses fluctuate from year to year because they're volatile. But I just look at this group. I, I think this group. I think Dennis Allen. He's got a bunch of fun toys to play with, and I think this defense is going to thrive. And I think it's going to thrive in a way that's going to going to really surprise people. And this and that's saying a lot because the defense has been pretty damn good the last two years, especially.
1: Yeah, well said, and I. I think we know how Dennis Allen loves multiple players, guys that have the versatility to kick inside, move outside, play different positions. Uh multi-use guys, right? And and that really is true for guys at every position. I we've seen that with his corners. He wants guys that can play outside, they can play nickel, they can play safety, so he can move them around. And I think that's what's so important to Dennis Allen is to give the offense different looks. Uh from game from a game planning perspective, just to keep guys guessing in terms of what it's really hard to hone in on a defense defensive yeah. weakness if players are moving around constantly and uh, I, want I think you... that's that's certainly true on offense but I think Dennis Allen tries to recreate that on defense and so when you see these edge guys that can kick inside uh or guys that are maybe predominantly defensive tackles like let's say Contavia Street He's a guy that, you know, on third and inches, you might kick him outside to give yourself a little bit more because he can play defensive end a little bit in an obvious run situation.
0: You know, and the last thing before we get out of here I want you to speak of is, is and, and I think people don't realize it because the last 16 years or whatever it is, the Saints have been offensive-centric. Even when their defense was good, it was always like, oh, good, they finally got the, the defense fixed for Drew and for Sean. And it it's, was so Sean Payton-centric. I think one of the really under-the-radar things In the NFL in general, and for Saints fans especially, is they don't realize, like, Dennis Allen, he is running cutting-edge stuff on defense. The let's play five and six defensive backs all the time, like, Dennis Allen was at the forefront of that. And I just want you to explain to people, like, the Saints, they're running exotic, complicated, interesting, new things on defense, and that's all Dennis Allen. Hey guys, this concludes the free version of the show. If you want the full version, you'll need to become a patron. We need more support from the 2,000 of y'all that listen to the free show every week so we can keep Thomas doing all the great stuff he does. The great content we give you guys takes time. And money. It's only $7 a month to get full access to the show, and you can become a patron at SaintsHappyHour.com. We appreciate everyone who listens to Saints Happy Hour, and even if you don't become a patron, please continue to enjoy the free
1: version of the show. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
0: Hey, where are you?